Hello and welcome to Tanchamar Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Erica Butler. It's Monday, January 22nd. On today's show, we talk with Tanchamar Treasurer Michael Beal and CAO Jennifer Bourne about assessment and taxes in the municipality and what they would look to, what they would like to see the province change. That's coming up right after some local news and information briefs. Sackville-based artist Graham Patterson has a new exhibition at the Beaverbrook Art Gallery in Fredericton. Strange Birds is a multimedia project consisting of sculpture, costumes, video and music, and virtual reality. The landscape of the Tanchamar Marshes features in the show along with hordes of invasive European starlings and a great blue heron. Patterson grew up in Saskatchewan, studied in Nova Scotia, and now calls Sackville home. He's been twice nominated for the prestigious Sobe Art Award in 2014 and 2020. Strange Birds is curated by Ray Cronin and is on at the Beaverbrook Art Gallery until May 12th. Today is the last day to see the revealing Chignecto exhibit at the Sackville Visitor Information Center. The Parks Canada exhibit tells the story of Mi'kmaq inhabitants and Acadian settlers to the Chignecto Isthmus region, including a period of cooperation that saw the village of Beaubassin, located near the current border between Nova Scotia and New Brunswick, flourish. The exhibit includes large panels and maps telling the various stories of the era and a small number of artifacts, such as a bell from the church in Beaubassin, which later burned. Today is the last day to view the exhibit in Sackville at the Visitor Information Centre from noon to 4 p.m. After more than a week of parks staff efforts, the Dorchester Outdoor Rink is open for skaters. In a post on social media, town staff say the ice is still a bit rough, but they will continue to make improvements as long as temperatures remain cold. And now for today's feature. As we heard on Friday's show, New Brunswick's homeowners have been receiving their 2024 property assessment notices in the mail, and hundreds of properties in the former town of Sackville have seen increases over 25%. For many, this is the second year to see a big spike in assessed property values, which means higher property taxes. Service New Brunswick is the agency that handles the assessments, and they say that the increases reflect the strong real estate market province-wide. Indeed, according to sales data from the MLS Realtors database, residential sales prices have gone up nearly 87% in the municipality of Tanchamar since 2019. But over that time, tax rates in the former town of Sackville and village of Dorchester have remained relatively flat. That leaves some, like local realtor Jamie Smith, wondering where the extra revenue is going. The question that I have more than maybe the assessment value is just the kind of stagnant tax rate and why is that tax rate staying the same as assessments are going up so drastically. CHMA decided to put that question to Tanchamar Treasurer Michael Beal and CAO Jennifer Bourne. Tanchamar's tax rates were approved by council in November with the highest rates for the former town of Sackville and village of Dorchester going down ever so slightly, but not enough to make up for the extreme increase in assessments. Treasurer Michael Beal says there are a few reasons for the flat tax rate, including rising costs to the municipality, the province's spike protection program, and stagnating provincial and federal assessment rates. Although many assessment notices show increases of over 25%, the town's overall tax base increased by just 9.2% this year, in part due to spike protection, which limits the annual increase in taxable property value to 10%. Most residential properties with significant increases qualify for it, 
which means massive spikes in assessment are moderated. Here's Tantramar Treasurer Michael Beal. They can only go up 10% in any one year. So if someone's property tax tax rate, or sorry, tax assessment went up uh, 60%, as an example, we would only see 10% of that in the initial uh, in the initial year one. We would see another 10% in that in year two, another 10% in that year three. So our overall assessment did not increase uh, as much as people's assessments have for that purpose. But even with spike protection in place, the overall tax base increased by over 9%, which means increased revenues for the town. Beale says that increase has been eaten up in increased costs of services. Five years ago, we were buying fire trucks, fire apparatus for $350,000. Our latest one is $800,000 for the exact same truck. So in five years, our cost to provide fire protection for equipment has more than doubled. Um, we recently purchased, uh, we're looking for the fire service again and purchasing new ra- four new radios uh, in July of 2023. The cost on those was $4,800. We uh, could not get those from the supplier had to reorder those from a new supplier, and it's now $10,800 for those exact same four radios in, in the six-month window. Our garbage contract in 2024 went up 30%. Um, so our so the reason that, that people's assessments, uh, that our assessment goes up 9.2%, but that our tax rate only went down 1% or 2% was because our cost of operating the same services has increased significantly uh, from year to year. Beale says another factor to consider is the much slower rate of increase for provincial and federal properties, which Tanchamar has a large portion of due to the university and the prison. Provincial properties in Tanchamar, which include schools, the hospital, and all university properties, have seen much lower increases in their assessments than residential properties. General residential went up significantly, as we know, um, but I will say provincial residential and federal res- and federal properties did not go up nearly as much. Um, so I don't have the exact percentage, but uh, provincial properties, as an example, have only been going up in the range of 1% to 3% a year, where, where general residential, which is homeowners' properties, have been going up on average 5 to 9% per year. In Sackville, most of the provincial properties that make up Mount Allison University saw property assessment increases of 2.3%, with at least two parcels seeing slightly higher increases of 3.8 and 4.9%. Schools and the hospital all hovered around 2.5% increases to their property assessment. The province pays municipal tax based on those assessments to the town, and in turn, the town also pays taxes because the province levies its own property tax in New Brunswick. Uh, it's very similar to what we do. We pay. We own a building and uh, that we're sitting in here as the municipal office, and we pay a provincial tax to the to the province. Um, so the province assesses all the properties. So they assess the municipal office here in Tanchmar. They assess the provincial properties. Um, we have argued uh, for years, uh, as long as my career, that the provincial properties are not assessed at their true value. Um, we've seen that uh, many years where, where property owners' values go up significantly and provincial properties only go up a very small percentage or two. Municipal properties in Tanchamar didn't see big increases in assessment this year, mostly on par with schools and the hospital. But Beale says over the years, the difference in assessed values between provincially owned and municipally owned public buildings has grown. And I'll compare the municipal office we have here, which is assessed at just under $10 million, $9.914 million. Um, 
the schools, for example, two local schools that are close by, which are Marshview and, Sal- and Salem, who both have more property, who are both are much bigger facilities and structures, are both assessed at a little over $5 million. Uh, university properties uh, as well are, are not assessed at much more than what this building is, even though they have more land and more building structure. And uh, one example of that, it would be the student center, which is only assessed at $2 million more than the Tantramar Municipal Office, but it's a three-story building and the property, property size is relatively the same. Beale says the low assessments on provincial properties is a particular issue in Sackville, where Mount Allison properties make up a large portion of the tax base. But the problem in Tanchmer is that a significant portion uh, of of the property tax assessments uh, are provincial properties because we have the university. You would not see the same thing in, say, the city of Moncton or the city of Fredericton because they both have universities as well, but their overall size and tax base is much larger than what Tanchmers is. Ultimately, what Beale would like to see is for the municipality to stop paying provincial tax on its properties altogether. In fact, he's hoping that the province will take its provincial property tax and transfer it over to municipalities, and let them set the rates and collect the revenue. It's something he's hoping will be part of a long-awaited municipal financial reform. Such a transfer would also have an impact on the revenue the town collects from another major institution, the Dorchester Penitentiary. The federal government does its own property assessment and determines the total amount of tax it pays on its property. It's something called a PILT, or Payment in Lieu of Taxes. Last year, the assessment value for the Dorchester Penitentiary property was $32.8 million, and the payment in lieu of taxes was about $1.3 million. But the actual that comes into the municipality is sometimes around $500,000 because of the, the tax structure in New Brunswick. Tanchmar CAO Jennifer Bourne says the fact that the province keeps a large portion of property tax revenue from the Dorchester Penitentiary is problematic. Across the border in Nova Scotia, Property taxes go directly to municipalities with no provincial middleman, and so those municipalities are seeing more revenue than their New Brunswick counterparts. Uh, Looking at comparables of other, you know, other Atlantic institutions, uh, Nova and Truro, their assessment in uh, 2022 was 16.4 million uh, in taxes that were received direct to the municipality. Of course, ours go to the province first then back to the municipality, uh, 640,000. So they're seeing a little bit more for less of an assessed value. Uh, Spring Hill Institution, just under $54 million assessment and one point five that would go back to the County of Cumberland. So you can see the, the difference in the tax structure in New Brunswick versus direct to uh, the municipality. Both Bourne and Beale are looking forward to municipal financial reforms that have been promised by the province. If you could make a plea, what are, what are, the, what are the key issues that still need to be resolved? What are the key problems you see as managers in a municipality that need to be resolved still? Like, you know, what are your top one or two items that you need, you want the province to tackle? Increased sources of revenue for the municipality would be one. Transferring the provincial property tax to the municipality would be a, would be a second one. Um, as that's our only source uh, source of revenue, uh, we've submitted we've submitted uh, council has submitted in the past requests for UNB uh, to uh, to not uh, not have municipal properties uh, assessed uh, so that we don't pay provincial tax on municipal properties. Um, we've also asked for uh, full rebates, full HST rebates on the provincial portion, just like the federal portion does. So those would be some of the initial ones that uh, that uh, we would hope would be discussed under under reform. And there could be many more, many more. 
Sure, I would agree certainly with what uh, Mr. Beal has said. Uh, as we know, for all municipalities, was indicated in the white paper as well, we're very limited in how we can uh, draw revenues and increase those revenue sources. So any discussions, we would look forward to any discussions going forward of how we can increase our revenue sources uh, to, to balance off, you know, increased costs and, and uh, expanding our service delivery to Tantramar. That's Tantramar CAO Jennifer Bourne and Treasurer Michael Beal. The provincial white paper on municipal reform mentions financial reforms could include new sources of revenue for municipalities, but does not mention transferring provincial property tax to municipalities. The timeline for financial reforms is slated for 2024. That's it for Tantramar Report for Monday, January 22nd. CHMA News wants to hear from you about the stories you'd like to hear more about. Get in touch with us at news at chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening. Thank you.